Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello, everyone. Do you want to make warm, soft coins? Talk or to us. cold, hard cash. Yeah, either or. Talk to us. That's you know what we up. talk about on Saturdays. That's what we do, because guess what day it is, Sean? It is Saturday, and guess what we're talking about? Side hustles. Oh, yeah! So what? what is today's side hustle, Sean? Well, our side hustle for this week is about taking your passion for crafting to a whole new level. A whole new level and making some dough from it. Making that bread, baby. All right. You start with the dough, you get that bread, you make that paper, bro. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about selling your crafts on Etsy. And like the steps and stuff to consider before you actually start. I mean, there's there's a lot of things to consider. Honestly, it's a... It's a pretty niche thing. Like you have to make sure you're already interested um, into this kind of atmosphere. Yeah, you should be doing this if you already craft. Yeah. You know, if you're already creating this like jewelry or something, or pillows, or bracelets, or bracelets, you know, whatever that's a type of jewelry. I don't or know. Well, like shirts. Would you consider like friendship bracelets jewelry? Yeah. I think jewelry is more like. I guess it is, man. Yeah. I guess I it is. You know, so we're just out here living our best lives, doing what we do. And you know, I actually have experience with Etsy. Oh yeah? yeah. Tell us about your experience with Etsy, Chris. Well, it's not exactly the experience we're going to recommend to our viewers, but I drop shipped stuff on Etsy for a little while, made oh. some money. Yeah. There you go. So, how did how did uh, that go around? Well, I basically just bought these like these friendship bracelets in bulk, then resold them. On Etsy? On Etsy, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, you might be asking, what is Etsy? I've never heard of them before. Yeah, well, well what the hell, man? You probably should have because they're pretty darn popular. They are pretty darn popular down in the south, actually. And up in the north. And everywhere, actually. So, so. <laughs> Etsy is an online, you know, like a shopping center. Yeah. It's like a craft fair online. Whoa. It's like a Jonski online. All right, so this is a place where it's a marketplace. You buy and sell, and it's usually handcrafted, one-of-a-kind items, or, like, vintage stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, even just old stuff. I mean, really, anything that's just unique. It's kind of like you wouldn't sell this stuff on eBay because it's so niche. But, I mean, selling on Etsy is not that weird. And Etsy has over 1.8 million sellers. Wow. I mean, that's actually not that many. I'm kind of surprised it's not more. That's a lot for a crafting website. Yeah, a crafting know. marketplace. I think that's an opportunity, though, to jump in for a lot of Exactly. Ideas. That's why this is one of the best side hustles that you could start if you are a crafter. All right. So the first thing you should do is decide what to sell. So obviously, you're going to do your typical analysis of what is already selling, how well it sells, what price it sells for, and then you're going to be like, can I make this? Well, actually, probably the first thing is think, can I make this? And then you go into first thing. First thing is first. You're already a crafter. So what, what are you your do? strengths? What are they? You know, analyze what you're good at and look at it and see the competition. Yeah. You know, do your competitor analysis 
see what's going on with the competition and say, oh, their stuff's crap. I can beat them. <laughs> and you know what you do then? You go on there and you make it for cheaper. You sell it for cheaper. I mean, you make more money. And then you dominate the competition with a better product. Basically, you're going to make a monopoly and destroy all these fools trying to get uh, advantage of this market. You know, you are here. You are you. Some people might already be taking advantage of the market right now. You're going to undercut them. Not by a lot even. A couple cents. Yeah. Boom. So, you've chosen what to sell now. Alright. And now you have to be like, alright, i got to make this as cheap as possible because you want to keep your margins down, alright? But highest but, quality, baby. Yeah, exactly. High quality. Oh, yeah. Because that's how you will differ differentiate Differentiate. 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 I Differentiate. can't say that word. All right. So that's that, how you will yeah. um, stand out from the other sellers and, it, and yeah. you know boost your quality and your ratings on there. And also, when you're having like top quality stuff and materials that you're using into these things, you're kind of now rivaling these uh, brick and mortar buildings that like, or I mean, companies that already put out these top quality things. You are basically a competitor to them now, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy that, you know, the internet's, you can just make so much money on the internet. Yeah. And you're already doing stuff that you love to do. A smartphone isn't that smart if you're not making money off of it. Exactly. That's all I'm saying, man. So, there's, if it, you're trying to sell vintage items, there's certain criteria that has to be met. Your items have to be at least 20 years old. Yeah, so you can't just go digging through, like, Grandma's attic and find some random boxes and just say, like, oh, these are vintage. No, you actually have to go make sure that they're 20 years old, at least. And then also verify, like, if it's something, like, like precious or something like that or an old coin. The condition of it. Exactly. Go see if, if it's in mint condition. You want to know that because you'll get a lot more money. Exactly. And then, so once you've decided your product and all, you gotta be ready to like meet that demand. All right. Yeah. You don't want to have a reputation of not being able to fill the orders, yeah, your customers' true. orders. So you want to be making as much of this stuff as you can in a reasonable lot, reasonable amount of time, and you gotta find out how long it will actually take you to get this to your customers yeah it's also a thing where you might want to have like a a little storage area like if you're making bracelets for example make sure you just like have enough reserve that in a time's notice you can just pull out these ones and go sell them because it's like you want to keep up with the demand a lot of times you'll get like overloaded but i mean you just want to have a good reputation and you'll sell more reputation is key it's everything, actually. All right. Yeah. So just keep inventory. It's not that hard. You got to expect that your stuff is actually going to sell. That's All right? true. You can't say in there, oh, I'll probably only sell a few. No. You're a boss. You're going to sell a lot more than a few. You're getting and big. you're going to make big bucks. Make ginormous bucks. All right. So, you know, define who you're targeting. Mm -hmm. Who's your target market? Who your demographic is that you want to reach. Exactly. Who would want to spend money on your items? Whether that be um, 
I don't know, moms with infants? Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty much typical. And they'll buy, like, handmade, like, baby items, like... Bibs. Bibs, exactly, and stuff like that. Like Accessories? Can, yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's already a lot of people out there making some cute freaking bibs. And lots of moms are buying them. All right. Chum. All right? All right. So, you can do that. Or, Appeal to your audience. Or, just another example, like custom designed and like those like printed t-shirts uh, that you see everywhere, um, they might have a little different appeal to like adults from like young adults, like 18 to like 36. And um, really just establish your web um, like brand or presence. and Your niche. Your niche. And it speaks just to your audience because the you'll have a higher conversion rate which exactly yeah you can't target everyone because exactly. everyone's not going to want to buy so you're just wasting your time and money target and we everyone. don't like to do that over here no we want to get every single dollar we can efficiently all right the next thing is huge ginormous probably the biggest thing no probably not this is how but, people know you yeah pick a great store name I mean, it just has to be sweet, simple, and you, honestly. Yeah, it's got to reflect what you are selling, what you stand for, and, like, who you are as a person. And since Etsy is, like, more, like, handmade stuff, it's kind of, like, more personal, you could even include your name and be, like, this is, like, Bell's Handmade Bracelet Factory, or not factory, but, like, <laughs> something like that. I like that one. I we mean, might have to take that. Oh, uh, no one use it. That's ours. All right. We call it dibs. But you get the idea. Yes. Have a great name that people would love to see. Yes. All right. And then after that, you have to build a seller profile. And your potential customers, like your target market, really does not have a clue about you. So that you, rhymed, Sean. That was pretty good. Does it actually? Clue about you. Oh, thank you. Oh. I came up with that myself. So, <laughs> huh, you have to give them an accurate but transparent, you know, full profile view of who you are, what you sell, you know. Um, you know, make it original. Be honest. Be yeah. real. Exactly. Show I mean, a photo. People love to see a face behind the brand. Especially, like, a unique photo. I mean, don't make it, like, boring, you know. Make it, and also, your, like, setup where you make your products or stuff like that. Take a quick picture. I mean, if you're sewing, like, take a picture of your sewing machine or something like that. Uh, making jewelry, take a picture of that process. Um, it'll go a long way. In and it'll make selling. people, it'll make it more authentic. Yeah, because they want to buy from a human. That's why they're buying handmade stuff so exactly so now we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors and we'll be right back oh yeah and we're back we are back everyone so we're still talking about etsy and we just talked about seller profiles but now you have to also come up with you know some policies that you're going to enforce about maybe how payments uh, your shipping and handling will be. Yeah. How long you you should expect the shipping to be, and how you'll communicate with buyers, whether that be through a message board, email, anything. 
Yeah, and I mean, this is a very good, like, important thing because this really lets people know what to expect because no one likes, like, surprise things out of anywhere. And um, it also gives people, like, uh, kind of peace of mind if they get something, like, damaged and they know they can return it because it's on your policies. And, I mean, it sh your store should list all of the policies, and it kind of protects your business, and it builds more trust with your potential buyers. It's kind of like a contract. Yeah. You know, you want to have it all written out, so no, it will make the process so much simpler. There won't be any arguments. People might be upset with it every now and then, but it's yours. you got to stick by it. Yeah. And, you know, just establish them. It'll make things a lot simpler. And that kind of goes back to your reputation also because, you know, if you list all this stuff out, they'll know that they can trust you. You're serious. Yeah, you're serious. Yeah. And it really protects your business as well. So once you've done all that, you got to figure out how much it costs. Yes. You know? You're going to call, incur some selling fees just to list your items, all right? And then, like, some processing fees. And they're nothing crazy. They're pretty uh, small fees, but they'll add up. So you got to figure out every time you're selling an item, you're going to have, like, a, a fee of a certain amount. Yeah. And you got to account for that. You don't want to be surprised by it. I mean, this is like, you, this is kind of one of the most basic things when ever selling online. You got to add up all of these costs before you set your prices because you want to make sure that you're profitable and you want to make sure that it's worth because you don't want to be making like two cents for every bracelet you make. You're not like a child in Ecuador. Not that they should be getting that anyway, Whoa. but I'm just saying Whoa. that you should pay yourself first. As we always say. Exactly. So make sure you have a decent, you know, profit margin. You want to be making some money. I mean, yeah. Or, like, you might as well just go back to crafting for fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, and also, it's a big thing, like, making money online. Is it really worth, if you're going to sacrifice all of this time, how, how much is your time worth? You know, are you worth, like, $7 an hour? Or are you worth $0.02 cents an hour? It's huge difference. And really, just make sure it all adds up and make sure you get paid, which yeah. actually leads to the next point. Exactly. So, you got to make sure that you are getting paid what you are owed at a uh, you know, reasonable time. Yeah. So, you want to watch your, your profit grow over time, and you don't want to have people wondering yeah. how I'm going to pay you. Um, if they don't pay you, well, yeah, and that's that's. I mean, that's why Etsy like provides like all these different platforms that like are very secure payment methods like PayPal, Google Wallet, Apple Pay, and I mean Etsy gift cards are another way. Exactly. So you gotta be, you gotta include these payment options. Yeah. Then there's no confusion about any payments, and it also reassures the buyers, like we were saying earlier, that your site's legit you're safe yeah. secure and they don't have to worry about you know losing their money paying you yeah. you know getting hacked or any of that stuff i mean and etsy will hold on to like the money until it's the whole thing's processed so it's not like you could cancel the order but like 
art once you already got paid it's like you only get paid once it already goes through exactly so then you have to very also verify how you want to be paid yeah and you can get paid through like pretty much all the same ways or you can connect a credit or debit card and they'll be able to deposit your money directly into your bank account for you and also that's another thing keep up with your like bank account make sure you're getting the right amount of money exactly because um, you should already know how much money is going into your account before you get that statement like, for every single sale yeah you have to stay on top of that track all this stuff and independently and make sure the numbers are the same at the end of the month and that's where it comes in you gotta keep good records exactly about how much you're selling what's coming in what's going out all right you know if you if you have an accountant go talk to them and tell them that you're you're running this business or um and tell them like hey what are taxes going to be like on this business yeah exactly and if you're keeping good records it will make filing for taxes so much easier yeah i mean and if you're going through all this and you're making a lot of money you're gonna have to pay taxes on it like no matter what you i'm as we're gonna recommend always go through your taxes no matter how much you're making but uh it's just kind of ridiculous that some at some point if you're because some people think just because it's online you don't have to pay taxes for it like i don't understand it sean i don't either like you're making like twelve thousand dollars a year you should pay taxes on and that's the other thing once you are making some money it might be a good idea to set up the corporate structure yeah set up an llc get your uh employer identification number Mm -hmm. so and those are free well the llc isn't but (laughs) to get your employer identification number it's free and this can help you set up a business bank account to keep all your funds separate all right so now that you've really considered pretty much the whole way through every aspect of opening up your store yeah you just gotta go on make your account and start doing some research and figuring out what to do open up your shop man get it going make some money make that bread um and really just go through all the steps that we listed out Um, make sure you're very thoughtful in all these processes you don't want to go skipping around stuff but before we're done this we have a special edition just for etsy we believe that there are so many other options besides etsy which is the most popular place to sell your crafts. Yeah. So maybe you, Etsy, you like Etsy, but you want to try out something different. Yeah, you want to spread your wings, fly a little bit. And that's all right. We're going to label some some other good websites that you can uh, sell on. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. I mean, obviously... Etsy's number one, but there's places like Supermarket, Artfire, um, what's the E-crater. other E-Crater, Free Craft Fair. I mean, just to name a few. Um, and these are pretty much very similar to Etsy. Uh, it's kind of the same feel. Some of them have their own little unique uh, quirks in them. But I mean, with E-Crater, you can also like import um, an eBay store. And I mean, it's kind of crazy how many different plugins there are on these different websites. So what I would suggest, before you um, settle down on just Etsy, go check out all of these websites we mentioned, and we're gonna link these uh, in the description, or put a list. 
and I want you to go check these out. Um, see which ones you like the best, and you know, let us know. And um, yeah, some of them are more specific for types of categories. Yeah, like prints and like uh, clothing. Yeah, and others you sell everything. Yeah, it's kind. Of, some of them are just like indie places, just for like the not not mainstream stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and it's all these are kind of close knit communities. That's the whole point of this. I feel like um, it's kind of a community feel. Even with Etsy, it's a big community. Um, with Art Fire, Supermarket, E Crater, they're all communities. Um, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, not weird. I would say it's kind of like cool that. Um, you can become kind of a family through this um, in selling these homemade crafts and creating these things. Um, yeah. Yeah. So go check out those other places, decide what you want to do, and keep crafting, guys. If you enjoy it, this is definitely for you. Yeah. All right. So you can find this episode on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all them good things. So check it out. And we are also on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook. Yeah. So, you know, message us. We love to talk to you. Comment, concerns, constructive <laughs> con- uh, criticism. Yeah. I mean, also, website's coming out soon. Blog's coming out. Yeah. We're very excited about that. Should be a couple weeks. I mean, a couple of days even, maybe. Depends when it gets out, but we'll let you guys know. Definitely um, put it out in all the episodes. Yeah, we'll uh, post on Instagram updates about it. Yeah. So definitely follow us there. Follow to receive updates for that. And, you know, like and leave a review for this podcast if you enjoyed it. And one more thing before we go. I just want to say on Instagram, we're going to start posting more updates about our uh, various side hustles. So if you guys would like to go see those and check out what we personally are doing, definitely, 100%, go check that out. All right. Um, Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Saturday, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Bear Reviews.